0: Hello, hello. You are listening to the Salon Owner School podcast. I'm Sam Huber, the CEO here at PIP University. Thank you so much for tuning in with us today. To learn more about PIP University and our course for salon owners, Rich Life CEO, you can visit us at pip-university.com. But for now, let's dive into today's episode. Enjoy.
1: Happy Monday, everyone. Um, We normally just share certain things going in our going on in our salon and you know talking about that and honestly i do not have much context to share this morning because i have a slew of things going on in my salon that i am actively working on we are hiring for our um guest happiness team and trying to figure that out. And we, we're on a little bit of a crunch to fill that position, which is like never the position you want to find yourself in. Cause we don't want to hire out of desperation, but we do need someone to be able to cover the hours on our front desk. So that's that and other things. That is what I am working on right now. Amanda, how about you?
0: Um, I don't know if I have anything in specific that I'm working on. Honestly, like <laughs> to be completely honest, it's just been a lot of self work lately. Mm. Um, just working on outside of business, really focusing on relationships and the time and energy that I'm giving to those things and uh, doing a little bit of self reflection this past week.
1: Okay. That's really cool. What, what has prompted that? Uh, well, I mean,
0: it's just, uh, I think, certain seasons of life. I've, I've spent the past year going through therapy and understanding why I am the way that I am and what I went through uh, growing up, and it's brought a lot of things to the surface, and it's brought a lot of things to light in my marriage, um, my relationship with my kids, and so... Uh, you know, my husband and I had a really good conversation this past weekend of just making sure that our energy and our intentions are going into the right things. And I think that sometimes as business owners and moms and partners and whatever, we get pulled in so many different directions that we forget to pour into the relationships that are the most important to us. Mm, that's uh, good. Yeah. And that's kind of, you know, I've... our marriage has been on autopilot for the last couple years because business and kids have taken over and so
1: yeah that's
0: kind of that's my mess right now
1: (laughs) you know that's really 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 awesome amanda like i appreciate you for sharing that because we usually always talk about you know what's going on in the salon, but all of us are human, all of us have personal lives that we care about deeply in um that those relationships obviously affect our work lives, and our work lives definitely affect our relationship so stopping to take a moment and pause and you know have communication and reconnection with your significant other, whoever is in your corner is to me, it's like, gosh, that's so necessary. And for me, that really keeps me going. And it's funny that you said that because I live in Houston. We're in playoffs and I love playoff baseball and I love the Astros. And my husband and I went to the game last night and that's kind of like one of the things that we do and we really enjoy going to the games together. And work has been not pip university but with my salon has been extremely extremely difficult lately and my husband y'all oh my goodness any anything happens like he's somebody that i immediately go and talk to and his guidance and the things that he says are come from such a secure and what's the word I'm looking for? Reasonable space, you know? And I really hope that a lot of people have that in their relationships because when things are happening or it's, and it's scary or it's really emotional, it's so nice to have that, um, that confidant, you know, to go to because work definitely affects those relationships and specifically since i've come back from maternity leave there's been a lot of things changing in my salon and necessary things to change and everybody always says you know i don't know how i would do it without so and so but that really really is the case i'm so thankful for his honestly it's just like this mentoring and this friendship that's there and i take what he says really seriously and i take it to heart and it grows us closer together. So it's really cool that you mentioned that because I, I'm really feeling that in life right now. What else?
2: Rebecca, how are you? Oh, do you guys really want to hear? Yes, we do. (laughs) All right. Um, I'm good. Everything's pretty good. Um, I saw you guys down in Texas and I was kind of like in this mental state of like wanting to work, focus more on myself. Like I've kind of, like Amanda said, just been grinding for me, just more work for the last few years. And I just kind of think I hit a place where I'm like, what do I want? Cause I'm just giving everything to work. Mm-hmm. So the last month I've kind of actually last like two months i've really just focused on my my own pleasures of like joining a women's group and playing pickleball and just making a life outside of the salon and hanging out with my husband too of course um but now i'm kind of struggling mentally to like get my gears going again like i'm at a point where like i down like i'm a pretty small salon and I need to like get some things, like all the foundations I learned uh, being in PIP. Like I'm still doing some of the things of course, but some of the things have fallen to the wayside. So I probably need to, I do need to hire a front desk person. I'm just really trying to figure out what the next part of this looks like at the salon for me. I'm down to myself behind the chair. I actually picked up a few more hours behind the chair and one other stylist behind the chair. I did just hire two assistants, which is, is going good. I'm putting a lot of time and training into them and I definitely need to get a, a solid front desk, um, person as well, but I'm just, I don't know, I'm stalling out. I'm just like putting my feet in the, in the mud. I don't, I don't, I I guess I need to just tap back into my, um, what is it when you don't have the willpower you're but you're just like doing it like not like when you're working out like if even you won't have the motivation all the time but you need to have the consistency the discipline yeah that's where i'm at Mm. i think
0: uh one thing that that i would say to you um in this season that you're in is i think that sometimes as business owners we feel like we constantly need to be in the grind and the hustle and we feel bad for being in a season of just marinating and what is happening in life um so i don't think that there's anything wrong with with what you're doing and i can understand like you were burnt out and that's why it might be a little bit harder to get in back into your business um I think that what I would try to do before I start focusing on, you know, putting those systems and stuff back into place is like have a date with your business and really sit down and figure, figure back out like what your why is like, why are you there? Why, what purpose does your business serve? Like really start asking yourself those questions and get it down on paper. Um, Because, I think that that's going to help you have a little bit more clarity and focus moving forward and give you the, the motivation, um, to, to jump back in. Uh, but sometimes it's hard to jump back in when we really just feel like we just have to do something. It's not a mm-hmm. project anymore. Like, um, I the yeah, obligation. Yeah, it's yeah. An obligation, just going through
3: awesome. the motions,
0: yeah, So have a date with your business and like sit down and like connect with it and really feel like, what do you want it to look like moving forward? I think that there were a bunch of questions in the packet that I sent home with you guys about your business vision. I would start there.
3: Yeah. I love that you said a date with your business. I think that's such a great way to look at it. And yeah, your packet this year at the retreat, Amanda, was perfect for your personal vision. And then last year, Rebecca, remember, we, we did a whole activity for finding your business is why or yeah. your, your why for your business. So both of those resources should be so good for you. And I know it sounds so cliche. You got to find your why, but that's really what feeds your soul. You know what I mean? So knowing that finding that reconnecting with it is really going to be where maybe you don't find motivation. Motivation might be the wrong word, but inspiration.
2: Yeah, I agree. Like, I think my why might've changed because I, I my why has to do with like build within us but I just feel like I feel burnout on people <laughs> it's like I get that yeah, yeah I totally get that well so just
3: as another salon owner that you know has a small salon you know maybe right now you don't focus on that front end like how can we automate certain things for you you know to handle those kinds of things what tech can you use you know how can you train your assistants like let's not put more bodies in there especially if you're burnt out on people Mm -hmm. let's try and focus Mm -hmm. on some of the systems that can streamline everything for you so you don't have to right now hire that position because you do have such a small team at the moment Mm -hmm.
2: correct i love that jesse and that's kind of where i'm like i guess i'm kind of like confused and just talking this out has just helped give me clarity right now because I've been in such a grow the team grow the salon mode for so many years that I'm like, okay, let's just stop that for a second and like enjoy the space that I have and be yeah for what I do have. I have a great gal. I'm working next to right now. I love my little like space that I do have, but yeah, it's like bringing in that new energy and kind of doing it a little differently. But that is kind of confusing, I guess too. And I, I've had such strong foundations from you guys that I'm like, I need to be doing all these things, but, Like, I, I just, I don't know. Like, yeah, I guess I'm just kind of in like this pause moment of like, okay, what is most important right now? What is most important? Yeah, Rebecca. And
1: I I always am like, play, play is so important to me. Like, like you said, joining a women's group and playing pickleball and all that stuff. I have a very strong identity outside of work and I'm so thankful for that because when I'm not motivated with work and that, that is a little bit rare for me to not be motivated with work. But if work gets really tough, Mm -hmm. I have great hobbies. I have this whole other life, you know, my personal life that I really, really love. And when I'm focused on that, And I don't just avoid the, the play and just want to work, work, work that me being in that state of mind, it's without me knowing it, it supports work. It allows me to show up on Monday mornings refreshed and ready to go because I have rested my mind and did things that I really enjoy. So that's one thing is like, definitely keep doing that stuff because a lot of times it doesn't mean that you're not working on the business as much as you should. It actually can mean that when you are working on the business, it's a thousand times more purposeful because your mind and your heart were fed. And then exactly what Jesse and Amanda said, like, man, just, yeah. Stop for a second. All those systems, they're going to, they're going to be there. They're going to, you can put them in the business whenever you want, but you said you hired two girls, focus on them, focus on you and enjoy, Everything that you've created, even if it is smaller right now, the main thing about that is you'll see all the beauty that's around you and that right there can inspire you and motivate you, but we don't need to be in a rush for anything. And it's so funny because I know that a lot of us, I definitely can feel this way. Like I need to be in a rush for certain things, but it's like, no, just take it as, as, as things come and enjoy exactly where you're at right now. And when we do that, the things that unfold, that unfold afterwards there's so much are so much better than what they would be if we had this anxiety and rushing like we're not doing enough Love that.
3: something else too is and i this may be an unpopular opinion but it's okay not to be perfect let go of perfectionism and like something for me i i was obsessed with the training of my people like obsessed they had to be perfect before I let them finish or do anything, you know? Mm-hmm. And I kind of held my myself hostage because I was so obsessed with being perfect and having the perfect team and having, you know, every haircut walk out the door absolutely 100% perfect that mm-hmm. I I just, I put so much money and so much time and so much energy just to then, you know, I mean, I I've trained half of Omaha, I feel like,
1: Mm-hmm. And, and, you know,
3: they no longer work at my salon. So, you know, that does create that burnout. So I've, there's really great people in Omaha doing really great things because I taught them all these amazing foundational, either technical skills through somebody at my salon and business skills. I mean, they're, they're killing it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So, and that, that took me a long time to realize, yes, I absolutely want to have a great team. I want to give them those foundational skills. I want to give them that business savvy, but it's okay for it not to be like all me, all like investing all that time, all that energy, all that money right away. You know, you can space that out and they don't have to do a perfect haircut every single time. It's okay if we send them not a bad haircut, but you know what I mean? Like as long as they've got the people skills, as long as they've got the like and you're there to help them when they fall. That's what's most important. Like being there in real time and helping them when something does go wrong. So it's okay. Cause I know this about you. I know that you spend so much time with your people in the beginning as well. And so sometimes you just got to let go a little bit and let them fly on their own so that you keep your sanity and you don't get so burnt out. And also it just, that helps them grow as well.
2: Yeah. Thank you for that, Jesse. I could totally li- I relate to everything you said. And like, felt like, exactly. Like I've just did, I gave so much the last few teams I've had that it does feel that way. You turn around and you're like, wow, all these amazing people are not with me doing amazing things, mm-hmm. which is kind of my vision and my purpose, but it just, it gets oh, tiring when you just keep on that cycle. So definitely. Um, I think I talked to Jen about that too. Just like working with your, like letting your team grow as you go too. And Mm -hmm. we all have talked about, you know, this younger generation coming out of school. They definitely want to fly a little faster. So yeah, cool. Thank you. Actually just, I'm reading a book that it's okay, but this girl gave it to me. It's called how not to give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson, it's it's just okay for me, but it actually talks a little bit about the book, in the book, like, when you have, like, such high expectations and, like, how, like, you were saying you want everything to be perfect and you think you have something so different to give, it's a little bit of, like, narcissism in a sense, and, like, Mm.
1: Mm. it it was
2: interesting. It was was a different perspective for sure. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Letting go a little bit because you're, you are ending, you're ending up putting so much pressure on yourself and giving yourself anxiety when at the end of the day, I am, it's like all of you guys are a salon owner, I'm trying to do a nice product in my area, but it's not like, you know, so life or death in my, I, in my own mm-hmm. mind, I need to take it down a notch.
1: Same. I can definitely relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny with Jesse, you know, you saying you've, Man, and that definitely made me laugh that you have uh, feel like you've trained half of Omaha. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure a lot of us feel that way. And it's, I'm in this um season of learning. It's super easy to, you know, get in slack and when somebody's going through a hard time, like one of our students and say like, this is all a learning experience, you know, when, when things go bad. Or when we lose someone and we spent all this time training them so they could, you know, produce great work behind the chair. And it's a it's a little bit of a different situation when it's you. Like are you is are you still going to rely on that same advice you give others and believe it's true for you? And man, for me, it really, really is. And I feel like a um is it broken record? Is that the right term? I think it is. I feel like a broken record all the time. Because I really really do believe that and I am absolutely in a season where I'm constantly asking myself if I made a mistake or if I' I made a, a decision that could have I could have chosen a different decision and it could have been better of what am I learning from this like what what am I really really learning from this and for me it just gives me tremendous peace when if we feel like we're always training people and then they're not at the salon anymore and they, you know, they end up quitting or whatever it is. It's like every time that happens, it's just such a great indicator to stop and say, okay, well, how could I have been better from that situation? And what is this opportunity in front of me now to change things so I don't keep repeating what i've been repeating and then after that happens enough number one you get tough skin stuff that really really used to bother you it just doesn't affect you as bad and number two you become a completely different person you become so so much better if you're open to all the lessons those experiences teach us especially the freaking brutal ones like that's when we start to become our best selves and for me thinking like that and choosing that perspective offers so much peace so 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 much peace
3: well and just like we were talking about earlier like amanda you know or even rebecca you know joining the women's group it's so crucial to have like-minded people in your corner i mean i know i called jen the other day because i was so frustrated with something that was going on uh with my salon that i don't even own anymore so, you know, it was somebody that knew exactly what I was going through. She is somebody that, you know, it's just like we say in the salon, don't talk down, talk up, because those are the people that can actually change something. It's just like that in, you know, the more personal side of business. You can relate to these people. They have, you know, they have a different outlook on things. They can help you navigate those things. So those relationships, having a, a, a women's group or, a women's business group or you know our community with pip it's so crucial to have people that can help you a relate and know what you're talking about and then b help you see those different sides just like you were saying heather it's you got to learn from those experiences and turn it into something
1: positive it literally gets you through it like it literally gets you through it. I- It's funny, Jesse, that you said you called Jen this week because I called Aaron yesterday. And I'm like, I need you to talk to me. And it's like, I just felt so much better afterwards. Like those, and it's it's something you cannot put a price on. It's something that I cannot praise enough. It is, well, it's just like how I was, you know, talking when we first got on Clubhouse about my husband. Yeah. That is the stuff when you're, when we want to be in our heads so much. And like you said, Rebecca, and we feel like, We take ourselves so seriously and you were like i need to kind of turn uh tone it down a notch we take ourselves so seriously and we can sometimes think like the world is crumbling around us but when we seek that outside counsel from someone that is um and not even really doing what we're doing but somebody that is very and i don't i I don't want to use the term on our level somebody that is like-minded in the way that we think with a maturity a responsibility and possibility It is, I'm talking, it saves the day every day, every time. Like you even just getting on here today, Rebecca, and being vulnerable enough to just share, you know, and just speak on Clubhouse, I guarantee you're going to have a sense of freshness the rest of the day because of this communication and collaboration, literally, I wish that could just be the only thing that I did was just communication (laughs) and collaboration, because it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing, especially in dark times.
2: It, it has been helpful. I appreciate you guys. And, and I like, just like, you, you know, as a productive person, you're always thinking you have to be doing, 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 and it's like, it is okay just to take a pause. Like how can I strengthen other areas like the tech side of things and just enjoy where I'm at. Don't have to be put in the, like, just so you're used to grinding, you know, totally, So totally cool. Thanks, girls. It was nice chatting with you. And I do appreciate all of you.
1: Absolutely, and I do just wanna say this for everybody that's listening, and then the people that will listen, we have a lot of listeners that listen to the replays. Uh, To me, Clubhouse is so much more impactful and honestly fun when we all can bring things to the table and this be a really safe space for everyone to do that. I hope that week after week, we prove to you with our vulnerability and humility that you can come and talk to us if there's if you don't have a strong um network of women outside of your salon or maybe you do but it's nice to talk to people it's very nice to talk to people outside of your four walls i really really encourage you that when you get in here on mondays if there's anything on your heart or anything that you want to share with others to lift them up or ways that we can help you get on Clubhouse with us and raise your hand and let's talk about those things. Because it's not that we definitely probably have advice or guidance, but sometimes it's just nice to be heard and to know that you have people that support and really, really care about you. Because I have such a soft, compassionate space in my heart for salon owners. I really do think we have the toughest job Outside of people who are you know saving lives and dealing with more serious issues, I feel like we have the toughest job there is, and so it means so much to me, even if I'm going through hell, even if i'm dying feel like I'm dining with the devil um I really do enjoy <laughs> being that for for other salon owners because I know how much it means to me having other salon owners that I can go and talk to so don't you don't just have to get on on. Mondays on clubhouse and just listen, you can absolutely be a part of the discussion if there's something that you really need, because we can support you. That's it. (laughs) Anybody else have anything before we hop off here? Last minute words.
0: I think, um, I just real quick, um, because I feel, I just feel prompted to, to talk about it. Um, especially going along with what we've talked about today, part of my journey this year uh, with like just myself um, and inside of my business too, it has been discovering my need for control in all aspects of my life. And I feel like as business owners, as women, um, a lot of us experience like we have to manage things and have things have to be so so and things have to be systemized the right way because that control is something that we feel like we need and um, I've gone through my own journey especially in the last few months uh, with my my grandpa dying I have he's given me a lot of gifts um, after after the fact and one of the the biggest lessons I feel like God has really revealed to me recently is that control is my distraction. And the more that I try to be in control, the more it distracts me from the peace and from the purpose that I need to live out in my life. So I think that it's just reminding everybody like figure out like your need for control, your need for people pleasing your need for whatever it may be, is a distraction. And so just encouraging you all to figure that out because once you once you let go of the distractions and you put those blinders on and you just focus, like everything just becomes so much lighter.
2: Mm. Holy shit! That's all I'm here to say. <laughs> that <laughs> that I, when you just said that, like control is your distraction. I'm like that just opened up a whole. Wow, it just that opened up a whole new world. Um. So Mm -hmm. I'm very glad that you just shared that because I think what you just said was so impactful for every single person that's on here right now and for everybody that is going to listen because it is real hard to let go of that control and, you know, feel like we always have to have the answers and and all that's part of like having control. But when you start to realize that it is a distraction to opening up to be available for other things, that's
0: super
1: powerful. It sure is, Amanda. There's a, definitely a reason that you were prompted to share that last-minute <laughs> golden yep. nugget. So thank you for doing that. Absolutely, awesome! What a great clubhouse this Monday morning. Thank you guys so much for for listening. I'm I'm super grateful for you guys showing up here every every Monday morning and for the professors who are always down to do this. It's just it's a great start to the week, and I think even though sometimes we're on here and we're small it's powerful and it's really really special so it it definitely feeds me i enjoy these so much so thank you guys so much for always showing up and participating it means a lot got it have a great week everyone see you guys later thank Bye. you Bye. Guys. Bye.